as a parent, have you ever chose deeper connection when your child chose disobedience? Of course you have. Why is that? It's because we model a love that brings hope regardless of circumstance. Speaking of hope, Tarina Terrell left this lovely five-star review entitled Superb. It says, every mom should listen to this podcast. It will offer solutions and strategies and give hope. Thank you so much for the work that you are doing, Tarina, and taking the time to share this review. These reviews help encourage me. They testify and bring hope to future listeners and position you to be featured in our weekly newsletter and a future episode. Head over to Apple Podcast, leave that review because I would love for you to be the next feature. For today, let's dive in to how a parent chose restoration even when his children chose rebellion. Hey, hey, Mama. Welcome back to the Treasured Mama podcast. I'm Corey Messer, a Kingdom Life coach and messy mompreneur, and I want to know if you're like me. Have you ever felt like you've lost yourself in all the things? Or perhaps you just need some encouragement on this messy journey of authentic motherhood? In this space, we love sharing routines, rhythms, and real stories of real moms as we declutter our heads, our hearts, and our homes to discover clarity and confidence. If you're ready to gain clarity on who God designed you to be, create simple systems for a more peaceful household, and connect with other mamas doing the same, this podcast is right up your alley. My prayer is this episode will encourage you, so grab a drink, take a mommy moment, and listen in to today's goodness. Hey, Treasured Mama, Coach Corey here. I am so pleased to have you here back listening to the podcast. We are finishing up our exploration of love exemplified all throughout the scripture in the Bible. And today we're talking about love being made complete. Before we dive in, let's recap just a little bit how we discovered God's initial design for us in Genesis 1 and 2. And then in Genesis 3, sin entered the picture through the fall. And yet, we still were able to explore our Heavenly Father's perfect love, even though we as his children are disobedient. And even in those times where we rebel, he still chooses us over and over and over again. No matter our behavior, if it is in alignment with him or not, he is still consistent and he fulfills his promises. He loves the world. And we saw this demonstrated so purely in the resurrection. And last episode, we talked about how this type of love truly changes us. So today we're talking about love being made complete. And when I think of the word complete, I think of a full circle moment. I think of the beginning to the end. And I want to remind you how God is in it all. This very series that we've been walking out with love being woven all throughout scripture is testimony to that. We are in a leap year at the time of this recording, which means February has 29 days. The 29th day of this month is a Thursday, and that is when this episode is recording. If this had been any other year, 
I would not have had enough days in the month to record this throughout February. I would have made it work and condensed things into one episode, but look at that detail. It may seem so insignificant to some, and yet it matters to God. And because my heart is for the Father and is to distribute and share about his love to the world, that is being honored in this way that is simple and yet profound. It is my prayer that that speaks to you and lets you know the things of your heart, the desires of your heart that are aligned with the Father. He has placed them there and they matter to him. Go to him with it all. I love this story in the Bible of we may be expecting one thing and yet God may provide another thing. There may be a more beautiful outcome than we may have ever imagined because God's plan is exceedingly more abundant for us than we could ever think or imagine. Which brings us to Zephaniah chapter 3. We will focus on a few main scriptures, but very high level. The bulk of the book of Zephaniah concerns judgment and the punishment Israel brought upon themselves by continuing their sin-filled ways and walking in rebellion. But the last part of the book takes a surprising and hopeful turn. This is where things may be more beautiful than you would have anticipated. For those who heeded the warnings of the Lord, those who listened and repented of their sinful ways, Zephaniah spoke of joy instead of judgment. And isn't that so beautiful? We have new opportunities every single day and multiple times throughout the day to do better, to choose joy, to operate from that place that is not situationally specific, that would be happiness, but is this continual place of abiding with the Father where we can experience joy. After being humbled in exile, God would begin to restore them. I know for myself, and I would imagine for you as well, as a mom, you can relate to this in a multitude of ways. But let's think about it from the perspective of our father first, and then from the perspective of a child. Again, after being humbled in exile, in other words, think about a situation where you are a parent and you see your child making some poor decisions in rebellion, in disobedience, and they have been humbled in that experience. And you have decided to restore them. Because of your love for them, you see them for who they are designed to be, not for how they are showing up. Now, when we flip this on the other side, this is how God is with us. God restores us. It is through him that we get to experience restoration and redemption. Speaking of restoration, in the coming restoration, God commanded Zion, sing with joy and rejoice in gladness because the Lord has removed their punishment and turned away their enemies. Not only has the punishment that was deserved been removed, but he takes it even a step further and turns away their enemies. When I read this, I think of protection. 
Not only does God fulfill his promises, but he also protects us. And sometimes his no or his not right now is because there is something better for us. Sometimes when God gives us a no, it is to protect us from something that is pursuing us with a fervent spirit that we are not even aware of. Sometimes God is going to tell you as a parent, no, you do not get to enroll your child in that thing, not because he wants you to live in lack, but because the company that is kept in that circle is not something your heart is prepared to steward. He loves us so much. His love is complete. He sees the complete picture where we see impartiality. When we're diving into Zephaniah, we see that he replaced their fear with joy. He brought restoration and redemption to their land. God can restore things. He can redeem things. We get to trust in him. The Israelites bore the consequences of their sin, but God did not cast them out of his presence forever. This is important because as parents, we may feel as though we had a bad day, a challenging week, an excruciating month, a trying season, an unforgettable year in ways that we would prefer to forget. And yet it is never too late. You can always come back to the Father no matter how long you have run from Him. He will be waiting there with His hand extended because He doesn't focus on the areas where you have denied Him. He focuses on this instance where you are pursuing him, and he delights in you. The prophecy of Zephaniah was fulfilled in part in the first coming of Jesus, when God initiated reconciliation by taking the form of a human. As Jesus Christ, he dwelled among us on earth. Even though God's people chose rebellion and disobedience over and over and over again, God's people chose rebellion, God chose restoration. We find redemption from our sins through salvation in Jesus Christ. And for every single person who put their hope and faith in him, their punishment for sin and the deserved wrath, remember, they made a choice just like we get to choose every single day. Are we going to act in disobedience or delight in being devoted to the Father? When we sin, we partner with the consequences for that. Likewise, they deserved the wrath when they sinned, and yet God removed that, and thus they were freed to walk in loving relationship with God. The final fulfillment of Zephaniah's prophecy, remember, this prophecy is not done. The final fulfillment of the prophecy will happen at the second coming of the Lord. So when Jesus Christ returns in all of his glory and splendor, he is going to destroy Satan. We know how this ends. He will destroy Satan, eradicate sin once and for all. And then he's going to come gather his people from all over the earth and unite us under his name. He will restore his bounty. It's not a matter of if. He will. His plans will come to fruition. So are you going to choose to partner with that or not? God loves you so much. His love is made complete, which means this prophecy will come to completion. He will restore his bounty and look on his people with love 
and delight. Isn't that so beautiful? Just to imagine him looking at you with adoration, loving you with pure, amazing, Christ-like delight. It just gives me goosebumps even thinking about it because it's something, no matter how much we try to imagine, I don't feel like we can fully conceptualize what that will feel like. And on that day, we will be face-to-face with our Savior. Our hearts will overflow with praise. Think of the greatest praise and worship. And I'm talking true praise and worship, not just singing a few songs and calling that good, but you know that deep, profound praise and worship, which can look different for everybody. Sometimes it's very quiet. Sometimes there are tears. Sometimes there are shouts and jumps. Sometimes you're in the privacy of your own home. Sometimes you're in nature with only the animals witnessing this. Sometimes you're in a public setting. But imagine the most exceptional praise and worship session you've ever had. And now imagine that amplified to a degree that we don't even have a number for earth side. That is how much our hearts are going to overflow with praise. God is going to look at us with pure delight and pleasure. I can't say it enough because I think we don't even really begin to scratch the surface of what it will actually be like. We will get to bask in the radiance of his glory, knowing his love in a way that we have never, ever known it before. We will experience it in its full depth and expanse and the everlasting strength of God's astounding love for us. We will be his people and he will be our God forevermore. Sometimes we can get caught up in the day-to-day, the mundane, messy middle, and miss these opportunities to know that provision is in the process. The message involves the mess. As you are walking through your messy process in the day-to-day, know that you are in route to getting to the ultimate destination and acquiring the most expansive provision, which is the destination of eternity in heaven with the Father and the provision of his presence where you can be directly in the radiance and the glory that is him. On those days where you're having such a challenging time, remember it is worth it. It is worth it to partner with him now and forevermore. And he loves you and he delights in you and he invites you into this love story that is relationship with him. Imagine a door and you have access to the door. In fact, you have been given a key to the door and you know that key is the key that will unlock it and you'll be able to walk through the door and onto the other side and explore everything that's on the other side. And you don't know all the exact details, but you know it is the path by which you will gain access to anything and everything you could ever need, want, and desire, and beyond. The question becomes less about, is this the right key to access it? And the question becomes more about, am I willing to accept I have the key and actively put it in the keyhole, turn it, and walk into that provision? When you partner with God and you learn how he loves you, you begin to love yourself in that way and overflow onto loving the people that are around you. You don't have time and space for the doubt and the fear to creep in because your focus is on the Father. You are completely surrounded by his love and within his love. 
And as a result of that, you know to just take the next right step in relationship with him. Beloved, that key, that access is love. This is a love that is generous and expansive, but it's not forced. You choose to receive it. You have been given the key. Are you going to use that key to access all that is available to you or not? And you do that by accepting Jesus into your heart and then pursuing him on the daily in all of the mess, in all of the imperfection, and know that God chooses you every single day. Heavenly Father, I pray over the beloved that is listening to this right now, God, that she would know that she is first your child, God. She is your daughter, and you love her. You created her. You choose her every single day. And God, you want to partner with her as your co-heir, Father, so that she is clear on who she is and confident in contributing where she's called. God, we love you. We thank you for this complete, pure love that changes us, God. In your mighty name, Jesus, we pray. Amen. Hey, Mama, one quick thing before you go. If this podcast blessed you in some way, the number one way you can pay it forward is to head over to iTunes, Treasured Mama Podcast, and leave a review and subscribe to the channel. 